Welcome to the Unilever and Spark Change Innovation for Good podcast, a series exploring the people and ideas sparking positive change in the world. In this episode, we're talking to Unilever's Executive Vice President of Customer Development, Terry Thomas, about the purpose behind one of the world's largest CPG companies and why times of crisis demand even stronger commitment to mission. What is ambition? It's about more than growing. It's about growing a mission and a vision. And when you underpin all that you do with purpose, you'll find success. That's what Unilever Executive Vice President of Customer Development, Terry Thomas, told me in our recent conversation. For Thomas, helping people has been a personal and professional aspiration. And at Unilever, he's able to achieve both. After more than 30 years in the CPG industry, he knows what authentic purpose looks like and believes that corporations have a responsibility to serve the communities and countries they do business in. And he's not alone in this thinking. Such corporate commitments are appealing to young job seekers who are increasingly focused on a company's values, from creating an inclusive and diverse environment to making the world a better place. According to a 2019 survey from Glassdoor, company mission and culture matter more than compensation. And a 2020 survey from Glassdoor reported that 76% of employees and job seekers said a diverse workforce was important when evaluating companies and job offers. I'm Jessica Rubino, Executive Director of Content at New Hope Network, and I'm one of those people who believes that a company's mission is one of the most important factors to consider when starting and staying with a job. Mission is what appealed to me when I started with New Hope Network more than 15 years ago as an intern, and one of the key factors that keeps me more committed than ever. So when I spoke with Thomas, who also started his career as an intern, we were speaking the same language. In this episode, we talk about how Unilever's mission-based legacy has paved the way for its latest initiatives focused on solving for food insecurity, the lack of access to small business funding, and the growing education gap. From not interested to all in, Thomas shares how Unilever won him over with its deep commitment to improving lives and how he's using his leadership role to further the company's mission to grow its positive social and environmental impact, plus how the organization's purpose-led approach is resonating with a new generation of leaders. I've been in the industry for almost 30 and thank goodness Michael Jordan made the bald head, uh, shaved head be in style so uh, I can hide my age. But uh, this is the only in industry I've ever worked in. Uh, started my uh, as an intern uh, my junior year before my senior year of college uh, with Procter and fell in love, Procter & Gamble, fell in love with the industry and have been here ever since. Terry, thank you for that. Um, and, you know, one of the things that I want to want to talk about, um, and you're clearly very passionate about 
about the industry and working with Unilever, which is involved in, in so many purpose-driven initiatives. And one of the things that always impresses me about the company is the way it's driving real change globally. Now, I, I do believe that this would not be possible without having purpose that's truly baked into the company's DNA. Can you talk a little bit about, you know, from your perspective, what Unilever's real purpose is? Yes, and um, I'd be happy to. And I think it's something that um, everyone at Unilever we're very proud of. And and so I'll, I'll address it on two levels, one personally and then just from a company perspective. Uh, for me personally, um, I when I first was being recruited by Unilever, um, I was uh, – <laughs> frankly, not interested because I didn't know much about Unilever and I was extremely happy with PepsiCo. And then after much, much uh, prodding, I was uh, encouraged to have a, a conversation. And so in preparation for that conversation, I was blown away. Uh, and so this is back in 2012 by the uh, public um, ambition that was on the website, which was double the size of the company while reducing the environmental footprint and improving the social responsibilities of the brands. And so for me, my entire life is, I, I felt like, um, has been about making a difference in others. And I had always thought about that as my personal journey of giving back because so many people uh, played a role in helping my success in my formative years. Um, and so I just carry that with me into adulthood, into corporate and wanting to be the best leader that I could be, because I always felt that um, if I could help people achieve their career goals, uh, then in turn, I'm helping them uh, 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 advance the lives of their families. And so um, but when I read Unilever's mission statement, uh, I never our ambition, I never thought of it in terms of the company's role. And so, so that was the piece that really started to hook me uh, into Unilever before I even started. What I can say, and now I'm switching gears and talking a little bit more about uh, from the company's perspective, um, I'm actually really proud to say that this is truly um, purpose is the center of what Unilever does uh, and is all about. It's in our culture, and it dates back, you know, to our founding fathers. Um, uh, uh, if you go and look at the history in Unilever, you'd see that uh, Lord Lever, um, back in Victorian England in the early 1900s, uh, ironically, they were in, uh, having experiencing pandemics of their own. Uh, people were dying of listeria and, and so and other illnesses. And Lord Lever was the first to run an ad uh, that was about social. Uh, branding and social education on, on hand washing and the importance of using soap uh, and washing one's hands with soap and how that can help uh, prevent um, uh, diseases and and then took it one step further and handed out free samples of soap. And so, you know, from the very beginning, uh, I would say purpose has been uh, a, a, a critical part of the business strategy at Unilever. And so our purpose really, you know, purpose underpins everything we do even today. And so, you know, we're certainly a company of brands and people um, where our goal is to make sustainable living a commonplace. 
you know, we embedded it in every part of our company. So every function has purpose, goals uh, that they weave into their daily jobs. And it helps us deliver our vision to prove that purpose-led and future-fit businesses uh, can drive superior performance. Thanks, Terry, so much there. I mean, first of all, I love, you know, hearing your personal journey with the company, learning about all of the amazing work and, and ultimately being a really important part of that. And then so interesting to learn about a little bit more about the the company's history. I was not aware of that. And, you know, taking us to the here and now and scaling mission and scaling social responsibility and environmental stewardship is so important. Um, I want to talk about that a little bit, you know, Obviously, we're in a time when mission-driven business is so important and directly related to COVID. There are so many, you know, of course, health impacts. But beyond that, there's issues around food insecurity, the education gap, lack of access to small business funding. There are all of these issues that we're facing. And that's where I want to talk about the work that Every Day You Does Good is is doing. Can you talk a little bit about that initiative and how and why it was built to tackle the issues we're facing now in in 2021? Yeah, absolutely. And, and so um, as Unilever, we have the fundamental belief that corporate that corporations um, have a responsibility for the communities and countries in which they do business in. And so being aware of um, uh, that responsibility and being aware of uh, different issues that affect uh, the businesses, the places in which we operate, um, we're constantly making sure that we're up to speed on how um, the environments are doing. And so when the pandemic hit, it was really clear to us that there were some communities that were, um, you know, I would say being disproportionately impacted by COVID. And those uh, were Hispanic and black communities. Um, women and families, uh, in particular, and, you know, we focused on the U.S. with, um, with this emphasis, given that's our scope. And so we saw some of the, uh, most critical areas to address, as you alluded to, were food insecurity, uh, the lack of access to small business funding as businesses were, um, uh, you know, having to close their doors, being able to have funding where they could keep their payroll. There was a lack of access to that. And we then also saw the education gap as uh, kids were being forced to study at home um, and do classes online. But there were many families where kids didn't have uh, computers or laptops. And so they were actually attending class via cell phones. And so, um, you know, even though, you know, we're starting uh, to recover as a country, you know, we just need to remember that these are these impacts are not going away. They're long lasting. And, you know, to give you an example of that there are still over 42 million people, uh, of which 13 million of those are children who are what we would call at risk of, uh, of hunger. And so our vision when we started the initiative of Everyday You, and that stands for Unilever does good, was to help those most impacted by the pandemic. Um, and, and that it ensure that it remains a priority, not just during the pandemic, but all the way through. So in really in 2021, Unilever, under the Everyday Unilever Does Good uh, program, 
we uh, we will surpass our two hundred our twenty twenty donations of twenty five million in goods and services, uh, and give more than fifty million dollars uh, worth of goods and services by the end of twenty twenty one, it with the intent of you know really directing it towards uh, addressing um, hunger, uh, be it food insecurity. Uh, lack of uh, small business funding, and then the education gap. Well, first of all, I mean, thank you. I think uh, on behalf of all of us at New Hope, um, just want to thank you for that incredible and really important work that you're doing. And wow, to see, you know, how many people you're able to support and have such a such a big positive impact. We'll talk a little bit more about that, kind of the, the ability to scale the work that you're doing. But before we do that, I'd love for you to just kind of outline, you know, maybe the kind of key pillars of Every Day You Does Good. Like if you're describing this initiative to someone who's never heard of it, um, you know, what would you what would you say? How would you explain it? Yeah, I, w- I would take that. I would start chronologically and share with them that look, back in March of 2020, we launched Everyday Unilever Does Good as a part of a pandemic relief program to help deliver food, um, medical supplies, hygiene products, and other critical supplies to organizations that are on the front lines of fighting, that were on the front lines of fighting COVID-19. Um, and then from there, we decided to make it a long-term commitment to serve both those essential organizations on the front lines as well as the individuals and families of vulnerable populations affected, you know, by most uh, of Americans uh, so that they can continue to thrive and not just now, but also into the future. And so um, what we've done is we, for this year, we launched um, – uh, the everyday unilever does good, which encompass uh, the 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 second phase of it, I should say, which encompasses uh, pandemic relief, but also work towards other areas of doing good like sustainability. So we're continuing to expand it from the initial scope um, to go into other areas. And so ultimately, in order to make, bring the program to life. Uh, was we leveraged partnerships that we had with our retailers across the country um, and, and leveraged uh, kind of the work that they were doing um, and said, okay, these if they were doing work that closely aligned with the overall purpose um, and what we're trying to do with ED every day, Unilever does good, we would partner with them. And so we engaged in kind of a four-pronged approach to rally support for the every day you does good Um which included uh, engaging our brands in the work that our brands would do via media, key organizations, our employees, and then certainly our retailers. And our retailers are really the biggest piece of the puzzle um, because they were able to have some of the most impactful um, events in reaching those who needed these Unilever support uh, given their reaching impact. Well, I really love how, you know, you talk about this initiative as being something that initially was meant to help us come out of this really challenging time, a state of emergency, um, a nation in, you know, and a world in, in crisis. And now it's looking at there are so many of these issues that really do have to be addressed in the long term, um, not just in the here and now. So I love to hear that, you know, how it's evolved and, and leading into the retail piece. 
piece. That's also so important. I, I believe retailers, especially if we look at during this time being on the front lines of the pandemic, that I, I love our retailers because they truly are the gatekeepers for quality. They're the educators, the community builders. They allow for access of both products and, and information. So I'd love to hear a little bit more, like, how do you work with retailers? Yeah, so um, basically what we have for this program, we partner with over 10 retailers. Um, and the the thing about the 10 is they cover the vast majority of the U.S. Um, and so whether it's the CBS, uh, who is national, but is headquartered in the Northeast, or you have someone like Publix headquartered in Florida that covers the Southeast, Meyer, who's in the Midwest, um, and then HEB, who would be in the Southwest, uh, Albertsons uh, in the West Coast, and then you have Dollar General, who is national, um, and you could obviously Walmart, uh, who uh, uh, is also national. So, so we feel like we have 10 retailers, and there are others that we're doing uh, programs with as well, uh, but their impact is is really wide-reaching and and through their partnerships, we've been able to encourage shoppers to learn more about COVID-19 vaccines through digital touch points. Um, and this has come out of our partnership with the Ad Council and the hashtag It's Up to You campaign, which aims at to ensure the American public has really the most accurate information to be educated about vaccines and to feel empowered to make informed choices. And so ultimately, our retailers have really embraced what we've done here. Uh, and look to us to, to partner with them in an ongoing fashion uh, to help drive change. Well, it sounds like I know the relationship is so strong um, between Unilever, its brands, and and the retailers. And I'm curious, you obviously are very passionate about this, and it sounds like you've had a, a retail community that's really embraced it. How about when you look internally? Um, as I've mentioned on this uh, during this conversation already, I'm just always so impressed by the passion um, of the people within the organization. How have you got really gotten everyone at Unilever to to fully buy into the greater purpose at the company and then this specific initiative. Yeah, and you know, it, it's it's really interesting because um, you know, purpose really is at is a part of our DNA as I've stated earlier and it's it's something that our employees are passionate about too. Uh, it's not so much that people have to, you know, they're forced to buy into it. It's more that when you work at Unilever, you know this is going to be an important part of your job. And so, therefore, we tend to attract people that are personally invested in that. You know, I had a conversation just even yesterday with an intern, uh, and she next week is going to um, give her final presentation. And it's it's a big presentation as it oftentimes determines who um, will get the final offer. Certainly their body of work during the summer matters, but the, the final presentation is like a final exam. And I was really uh, just really proud because the questions that she asked me had nothing to do with her presentation. She was struggling because she, her personal mission is to make a difference in the world. And, and so she had never thought about, um, uh, she wasn't quite clear how a corporation could actually help her until she joined Unilever. 
And so for her, she was conflicted because she wanted to make sure that um, what, if she came on board, she would still be able to make a difference. <laughs> and so that's an example of the type of people that are just drawn to Unilever, that they're so passionate uh, about purpose that uh, often they bring their own agenda of purpose to, to the company and they add to the richness of our DNA uh, and they help us become better. And so when you think about things like the, uh, the the impact behind every day Unilever does good, it is a really big draw for our employees and our partners because it really has allowed them to also get involved outside of just the four walls of Unilever, but also within our communities. Um, and it makes, you know, supporting, um, you know, the, the change be something that's real um, and, and making a difference in the lives of others. That's a, a great perspective. Well, first of all, it sounds like you have at least one really incredible. <laughs> <laughs> we need a lot more. <laughs> yes, um, and just to know that people who are are so deeply connected with you know their mission and coming into a company because it's aligned as opposed to feeling like you have to get people to quote buy in um, how I initially asked that question so wow what a cool story funny too I was like you know just having anxiety even hearing about that presentation that these <laughs> very talented young people have to give but that it's it's also good perspective there of like wow when you're really in it and you are so committed to the work that you are doing or want to be doing it's like that's what's top of mind um you know even more than than getting the job so what a great story and i want to kind of start to wrap things up by asking a little bit about all of this is you know it's so inspiring, but I also want to be realistic about it. I mean, it's challenging to, or I think it can be challenging to really keep purpose front and center during uncertain times, which are certainly, you know, still in the midst of those. And it's also hard to be having these, you know, important and big conversations that that Unilever has been having. So I guess kind of a two pronged question, one of being how do you keep purpose front and center? And and the second being, why is Unilever willing to be so bold around these these big, important conversations that are tied to purpose? Yeah, so I would say um, kind of the first part would be it's just really important to understand that literally um, what we call the, our USLP, Unilever Sustainable Living Program, um, is at the center of every function. And so every function, when they write their annual operating business plans, you know, it has a service, a purpose, sustainability, um, social impact, uh, peace component to it. And so that allows us to kind of keep purpose at the, 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 the front and center of what we're, everything that we're doing. Um, certainly even during times of uncertainty. And, and the second thing I would say, yeah, it's, it is obviously a big challenge. Um, of understanding what is the greatest need. Um, but when you have 400, over 400 brands, um, and, um, every one of those brands have a social impact or sustainability purpose driven platform, we find that we cover most of a variety of issues. And so that are facing society. Um, 
but you know, I, I think ultimately when I think it comes to, uh, not Unilever, not shying away from having important conversations. And, and, and certainly as when you think of COVID as a vaccine availability, um, has an access has increased in the U.S. Companies like Unilever recognize it's our role in creating a safer future. And so when you think about our scale of being in over 190 countries, we certainly have to find a way, um, uh, to not be silent. And given the role we play in the lives of our two billion consumers we serve. And so we're certainly passionate about doing our part to help Americans um, get the most accurate information they can on COVID, um, but also on other issues as well. And so um, I don't think that um, that for Unilever, when times are uncertain, I think that's probably when we thrive the most because um, the things that we do on an everyday basis not to be cliche with every day Unilever does good. <laughs> they actually become magnified because that's when people need them the most. Oh, well, absolutely, Terry. Well, thank you so much for your time today. Um, I continue to kind of be in awe, really, of of all of this great work and, and you know, everything from the products you deliver to the conversations that you bring to communities across the globe um, and, and really focusing on real solutions. So um, really appreciate your time today and look forward to continuing to follow this every day you does good journey. Well, thank you so much, Jessica, for the opportunity. Um, I really enjoy this. And, and anytime we can you know, spread the word of what we're trying to do to make a difference, we're happy to do so. Great. Well, thank you, Terry. And, and thanks, everyone, for listening to today's podcast with Unilever's Terry Thomas. Thank you.